every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective. Well, one of my favorite green dudes, um, not not the least of which is he has a sexy French accent, uh, Rolly Montpellier, uh, the creator. And uh, did I say it? I did it. Did I do my fake fake French accent? Okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> that was not sure, convincing. It, sure. It was actually very good. <laughs> oh, good. I feel better. He's the creator yeah. and editor of BoomerWarrior.org, and he's always got some really interesting insights into topics relating to the environment, global climate change, but um, usually with a really interesting kind of depth. And so today's topic I'm really interested in hearing about, and I think that, that I've been prone to this, but so many of us are, and that is sort of depression and you know mental stress and strain from climate change and the news that's out there and that the the, the actual climate change. So, Rolly, tell me what, what you've stumbled upon in terms of some research. Well, yes, it's a, it's kind of an evolving or an emerging field. Uh, not depression, of course, that's been around since the beginning of times, but uh, certainly uh, how uh, climate change can you know lead uh, many people to um, have depressive uh, episodes. And uh, not just the, you know, everyday uh, street person, but the, the climatologist, uh, research experts, the, the climate scientists. Right. Uh, having to deal with, uh, I guess, the results of their research and what they're finding out about uh, our planet. Uh, and I come to this topic from my own experience as well. Uh, I've, uh, I've suffered from, from depression during my entire adult life. Uh, and uh, what I find uh, interesting right now is that society is a lot more open to talking about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both here in Canada, where I live, but also in the United States. And uh, uh, like that's, that's the result of, um, you know, a lot of athletes, I suppose, and, and uh, celebrities, uh, you know, the Robin Williams uh, situation. Right. People just coming out and talking about it. And I think that's a great thing. Uh, because, uh, like I said, it's not an easy subject, but I think the conversation is that we must have is very important. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and uh, about 20 years ago, I read this, uh, The Road Less Traveled. Oh, uh, boy, yeah. Yeah, written by Scott Peck, and I just happened to look at it uh, last week as I was getting ready for this, and his book starts with these three words, life is difficult. You know... And I thought, you know, that's, that's kind of true, isn't it? <laughs> i got to stop you right there. I literally opened that book, read those three words, closed the book, and never read it because I just couldn't accept. Yeah. Now, you know, that was a long but time ago. But you should have read the next paragraph because the next paragraph says that once you accept that life is difficult, yeah. once you really, really accept it, then you understand it and you can go on. It's... Yeah. No longer as difficult. Uh, it's like admitting that it is difficult, and once you accept that, you can deal with it. I think so, that's been true, and I think the resistance to um, the reality, whatever that is, that life is difficult, yeah. for instance, like resisting that reality is just creates extra friction, and, and I think he's right once we – and that mm-hmm. has been my experience. I'm talking about probably 30 years ago I opened that book. <laughs> I never mm-hmm. did read it, but I have my own journey, so – 
Anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then, the, then the question someone asked me not too long ago, he says, well, you know, what was, well, if, if, you're, if you're prone or if you've suffered with uh, depression, uh, why in the world would you want to be involved as a climate activist? Because there's a whole lot of depressing news coming out of that. And uh, that was a good question. I didn't know quite, you know, quite how, how to answer that because, uh, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I think we've dealt with that in the previous uh, segment I did on uh, the Green, Day, Green Diva Radio, and it's, uh, you know, uh, I'm a grandfather, yes. and I just feel that uh, my motivation come, comes from, from that fact that uh, the stakes are so high and the consequences of doing nothing are just, unimaginable so i guess i can't accept my responsibility and i kind of you know leaped right into this and did the the climate reality training in chicago with uh, the al gore reality uh, leadership corps yeah so uh, i spend my days and and uh, and <laughs> probably dream about this at night too i'm not sure but i spend <laughs> my days uh working uh on my website i'm a blogger i I write letters to the editor. I'm a member of, you know, different uh, groups like Citizens Climate Lobby, 350.org, Climate Reality. Right. So that's that's what I do. Uh, it's uh, it's it's an ongoing uh, uh, thing, and uh, um, that's well, kind of been my life for the last couple of years. Well, the fact is, is it's going to take an awful lot of us to be mm-hmm. slightly obsessed to help get everybody involved to make change because it's not going to happen if there's a half a dozen of us screaming at the mm-hmm. mountaintop or uh, from yeah. the mountaintop. It really is going to take a whole lot of people to push this thing into a different direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, for me, anyways, uh, for me, the, uh, the antidote to depression is my activism. Yes. And uh, But that said... Uh, I came across this article in the, by Dar Jamal, and he's a Kuwaitout staff reporter. And he writes in his article about, uh, and the title of the article is Mourning Our Planet, Climate, Climate Scientists Share Their Grieving Process. And that's such an interesting wow. article because he compares his own experience uh, where he's been suffering from depression, from the type of work that he does, and he compares... Uh, the uh, his uh, his situation with uh, Elizabeth Kubler Kubler Ross's right. five stages of the grieving process. Yeah. And you know when you when you look at those five stages, one is denial, one yep. is anger, yeah. uh, one is depression, and so that's kind of a very, it's a very appropriate comparison. Yes. Um, so I, uh, I I've come across some interesting interesting research as I've you know tried to get ready for this. Uh, this program. Wow. Uh, but he mentions it, and I agree that this does not come, uh, you know, without emotional consequences, uh, this kind of work. And for me, uh, I can't think, and I've had a long career in, you know, public service and public administration, and uh, I cannot think of any work that I've done that has been more emotionally demanding than yeah. this kind of work. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it's very demanding. You know, it's interesting because I think that's part of why the Green Divas, you know, part of our mission is to share news but to always stay on the positive solutions side of Mm -hmm. this because there is so much 
oh, my God, the polar bears are dying, the ice caps are melting, and it's all your fault. And so, you know, our mission is to to help make the news hearable because uh, you know, sometimes you got to use a little sense of humor, even though some of it's pretty serious. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to try, well, you know, our, our thing is to try to stay on the positive side. Like, yeah, here's a problem and here are a handful of things you can do about it. it you know, we're not helpless and hopeless because uh, I just I just couldn't do that. And I, you know, so uh, I appreciate this. Con- and have, do you ever, are you familiar with the show Newsroom? It was a show on... Um, yes, yes, I love that show. Oh, it's like one of my favorite, favorite shows yeah. ever. I love that guy. But, you know, did you see the episode where they had the, I don't know if he was the undersecretary of the Department of uh, EPA, I don't mm-hmm. remember, and he flips out on the show because there's such horrifying yeah. news. He just kind of breaks down and says it's over. Like, we're, that's it. There's no turning back. <laughs> and, well, exactly. Uh, and I remember that episode and I thought, oh, man, I'm right ever glad that this is on, you know, on, on, on TV and people yeah. watch this show. So uh, I, I guess one of the things that is, uh, gives me solace and comfort is, that, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the only one doing this. We're, we're, right. we're all in this together. And, uh, uh, it, it, you know, you see it in, in different formats on television. Right. This is a this is a, an entertainment program, and yet there was a very strong statement about about climate change and its effects. Well, and, and specifically uh, speaking to what you're talking of, and uh, you know, because this this was this man's business. He wasn't a scientist, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's reading the reports, and it's his job to help advise the country, the, you know, the administration. And he flipped out. He just like snapped, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's one, one, bound to happen. Yeah. One of the terms I came up, I came across is uh, uh, with respect to anticipating what has yet to happen. It's uh, anticipatory anxiety, and that's, wow. I mean that's one thing to deal with extreme weather, like you know, uh, uh, Sandy uh, right. in, in New York and so on. But it's the just not knowing what's going to happen next yeah. and what's likely to happen in the future, and that that kind of anxiety. Is uh, and you know I think you mentioned uh, uh, before we came on, on the air uh, about you know someone you know who has deep concerns for right. uh, you know the future of, of his children and millions of us have concerns for the future of our children and grandchildren and that's anticipatory anxiety and it, yes. you know, it's it must be dealt with well and you know um, I had this conversation yesterday with Jeff McIntyre Strasberg because he's a grandfather for the first time. Um, and, and we were talking about how so much, you know, 20 years ago when, when people talked about sustainability, if they use that word, it was always about, you know, future generations and my grandchildren. And it was sort of a theory, you know. And now yeah. that I have grandchildren, I look at them like, oh, my God, this is real. This is real. And I am deeply concerned for these little tiny people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just makes it. It just kind of solidified what was theory before for, for so many of us. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So I've uh, one of the things that I I did come across though is uh, some uh, I guess some research done by a psychiatrist. Uh, her name is Lise Van Susteren, and she was the co-author of a report that, uh, uh, and the, the the report was I think uh, uh, not sanctioned but uh, uh, sponsored by the National Wildlife Federation. Uh-huh. And in this particular report, uh, 
there's an estimate of some two, uh, you know, there's an estimate of about 200 million Americans exposed to uh, psychological distress from, you know, climate-related relate, events. So that's a very huge number. Wow. And uh, and uh, so that must also with, be with, speaking of like Sandy, for instance. We we got hit very hard by Sandy. We had two cars destroyed, and I mean there was a yeah. lot of stress. Yeah, of course it is. So, I mean, this is a reality, and but she doesn't leave the, in her report, she doesn't leave it, uh, you know, just on the negative side. She she has come up with some real, you know, do's and, and, and don'ts, I oh, guess, uh, climate uh, you know, trauma survival uh, tips. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I, 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 I look at those, and I, you know, int- I, intuitively, I, I kind of knew about these because, um they're very familiar. Right. Uh, you know, one of them. One of them. Uh, you know. Uh, have I got time to share a few of these? Oh yeah, you? absolutely. Okay. Yes, please. Well, some of the do's. She says first of all, if you're involved as a climatologist and you know you're actively involved, uh, you know, as an activist. So if you do this kind of work on a day-to-day basis, you have to make sure you take care of yourself, uh, you know, physically and spiritually. And that goes yeah. without saying. But yeah. you can get you can get so caught up with this that. You know, you just keep putting it off, and you don't do it. Yes. So, uh, you know, maintaining a balance between your your, uh, in my case, my activism life, if you can call it that, yeah. and my personal life. Uh, she talks about the importance of physical exercise and yep. uh, getting outdoors and in nature as much as possible. And this is perfect for me because I live, I live uh, on a lake and surrounded by forests. So it's uh, oh. I can I can kind of just step outside and get some of this uh, medicine, I guess, that she talks about. Yeah. Uh, and then remember that you're not alone. And I, I, you know, I mentioned that a while ago. This is also very, very important. And uh, one of the reasons is, uh, this is one of the reasons I, I've joined different organizations yeah. as opposed to being just a, you know, a desktop activist. Right. You have to get your feet, you have to get your feet on the ground and, and, and share and, and work with other people. Uh, and, well, uh, you know, just to make sure you have boundaries uh, between, you know, your 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 climate life, if you can call it that, and uh, your your personal life. So these are all very important tips that uh, she uh, she has uh, put out for people to uh, benefit from. Well, and they do seem obvious. Yet it probably never hurts to be reminded. And um, exactly. you know, I, I think Green Diva Lynn and I are always fighting for balance, and so we support each other wholeheartedly when one of us needs to take some time out to get some exercise or take care of our mm-hmm. families. You know, yeah. we're because because you know we we do hear this news. We're bombarded by it all day long in press releases and newsletters and all the yeah. people like you that help keep us informed and. Uh, it can get very, very overwhelming. So I, I'm really glad that, you know, keeping with our, our hope and our mission to present a, a problem but, but also present a solution. And, you know, um, these all seem extremely rational, and I'm just sitting here very grateful to hear them. And I'm going to kind of paste them on my wall maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, exactly. And then she has a few don'ts as well. Like, no, don't think that you're invulnerable because – uh, you know, none of us uh, yeah. is uh, invulnerable, and uh, just never give up. So, uh, I, I think that's where I kind of, uh, you know, uh, that's what I focus on to uh, maintain my uh, my sanity through <laughs> through all of this. 
Uh, and I must say, uh, you know, in, I mentioned at the beginning of the um, of the interview that uh, I've uh, I've suffered from depression, but I must say that uh, just on a very encouraging note that it's one can live with this uh, with this disease right. uh, with proper uh, support, with yep. proper uh, treatment. I mean, I've uh, I, I'm having a full life. I've had a successful career. Yeah, I've got a good family life. So it's. Uh, it's doable, and uh, the worst thing one can do is to just kind of, you know, feel sorry for oneself. That does not that is not the solution. I think the solution is being active and being aware of, uh, uh, you know, of what you can do to help yourself. And uh, well, Roly, uh, I just yeah. want to thank you for really being candid about your personal experience and bringing it here to us um, and our audience, and and you know, for sharing a message of hope. Um, that that's you know you know in the context of climate change and those that are involved in activism, but also for everyone, anyone for any reason who who is suffering from any kind of depression, that there is hope. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and well, I'm, I'm very pleased to be on your show once again. And um, uh, it was um, it was a great interview. I well, I know it. that you will. Uh, share a wonderful post with us, and uh, mm-hmm. I really look forward to that. And in the meantime, people can go to boomerwarriors.org. Is it warriors or warrior? Warrior.org. There you yeah. go. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, Rolly. You're very welcome, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.